you don't need to be a high-flying executive to communicate like a CEO. In fact, you're already a CEO of something far more valuable. Your life, your career, your dreams. And in today's episode, we are chatting about what it looks like to unlock the powerful communicator within you. So buckle up and let's dive into transforming your communication style one impactful word at a time. You are listening to the Speak Like It Matters podcast, your comprehensive playbook to mastering the art and science of dynamic communication. I'm your host, Chila Muskin, a speaker, author, certified speaking coach, and creator of the Speaker Accelerator. My goal with each episode is to give you tangible speaking, presentation, and mindset strategies that will turn you, a visionary leader, into a world-class communicator, so you can build your reputation, expand your reach, and build your revenue one powerful message at a time. Hey there, my visionary friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Speak Like It Matters podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Today's episode is probably one of my favorite topics when it comes to communication and how we speak. Now, I know, I realize, I say that a lot, (laughs) but it's because I get excited about talking about how to become more effective and better communicators. And so today we're talking about how to speak like a CEO. Whether you are climbing the corporate ladder, you're leading a project, running your own company, you are a leader in your home, the way you communicate can make all the difference. And so we're going to talk about what it looks like to speak like a CEO, why is it important to speak like a CEO, and perhaps take some practical steps on how we can show up and communicate more confidently and more effectively. So first things first, let's bust a myth. Why should you communicate like a CEO? Are you a CEO? Maybe you don't see yourself as a CEO. So in my opinion, the answer to this question is the reason why you should communicate like a CEO is because you are already one. Now, stick with me for a moment. For those of you who who are like, no, 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 I'm not a CEO. Just hold on for a second. I promise you it will make sense in just a minute. So think about it. A CEO leads a company making crucial decisions setting directions, and inspiring their team. Now, in your life, aren't you doing the same? You make daily decisions, big and small, that shape your path and perhaps the path of those that are in your care. You set goals for your career, your personal growth, and your relationships. And most importantly, you're the one who motivates yourself to get out of bed each morning, to face challenges, and chase your dreams. Embracing this CEO mindset is transformative, in my opinion. It's not just about power or position. It's about perspective. When you start seeing yourself as the CEO of your own life, your communication style begins to shift. You speak with more authority because you recognize the weight of your words. You communicate with purpose because you understand what your goals are, what your vision is for your life. 
and you inspire others not because you have to, but because that's what leaders do. That's what leaders who take responsibility and ownership of their own life, of their own decisions, do. It spills out into how we interact with other people, right, at the same time. So this mindset also leads to a crucial realization. Every interaction is an opportunity to lead. Whether you're in a meeting, chatting with friends, or even posting on social media, you're setting a tone, you're sharing a vision, and at the same time creating an impact. And just like a CEO, you start to understand the power of your voice in shaping not just your narrative, but also influencing those around you. So my challenge to you is this. Start each day with the affirmation that you are the CEO of your life. The two most powerful words one can say to themselves is... I am, right? It's an identity that we take on and it speaks so powerfully to our subconscious. And so I would encourage you, take on this statement, I am the CEO of my life. Can you believe that? Is that something that you can step into? Own your decisions, lead with purpose and communicate with the clarity and confidence of a leader. Now, just a warning, when you start upgrading how you communicate, some things will shift. Some things will happen that you need to be prepared for. First of all, one of the wonderful things that happens is that you are sending a powerful message, not just to others, they're going to pick up on it, but to yourself. First and foremost, you are going to send a message to your subconscious saying, I am in charge here. I am in charge of my life. I am in charge of my thoughts, my beliefs, my behaviors, and the results. And so I'm going to show up accordingly. And when you start showing up in that way, that also sends a powerful message to others. Now, in some cases, some people will not like it. People, it's amazing how we love to place others in a box because when we're able to place other people in a box, they make sense. We know how to interact with them. We know how to relate to them, right? And as soon as a person that we place in a box starts climbing out of the box we put them in and they start changing, it's almost like our world is threatened. Our world is shaken and we don't know how to respond. And usually the first response is frustration or anger or how dare they? They didn't used to be like this. Why did they change, right? And so some people will get upset and you're going to have to be okay with feeling uncomfortable around some people and to hold your ground as you are changing, as you're starting to communicate differently. Also, you will feel imposter syndrome when you start shifting and elevating the way you communicate, when you start elevating your standards, that little voice inside is going to say, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to start speaking like this, to start setting boundaries, to raise your standards? You're not worthy of this. 
you are not knowledgeable enough, you are not enough of a leader to start setting boundaries. And so you will face your own imposter syndrome. You're going to face your own negative, critical self-talk. And you're going to have to prepare yourself in advance. How are you going to deal with that negative self-talk? How are you going to rework it? How are you going to make it empowering so that it keeps pushing you forward? It will also feel uncomfortable. You are stepping out of your own comfort zone. You are stepping out of something, a familiar place, something that feels maybe painful, but comfortable at the same time. And now you're stepping into the unknown. And so you will feel discomfort. And also you will get it wrong sometime. I remember when I was making this shift because I, I, I was always a people pleaser and um, I, I always say I'm, I'm a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> and so when I started to be more intentional, intentional about how I communicated and started to speak more like a CEO, to started to think more like a CEO and show up as a CEO, I swung the pendulum a little bit too far. Before I was timid, I hardly ever spoke up, I was very shy, constantly apologizing for my own existence in the way that I communicated. And then for a while there, I went the opposite way, a little bit almost aggressive. At times I might have sounded abrasive or harsh. And it took me a while to hone in on what a CEO sounded like to me, because for a while I thought, oh, a CEO sounds overly confident really aggressive and straightforward and harsh and rude at times. (laughs) And so it took me a while and I got it wrong a few times and I had to apologize. And that's okay. You know, that's part of the progress as well. CEOs are willing to have the hard conversations, do the uncomfortable things in order to lead those they serve more effectively. And so don't be afraid to step into those harder places But be prepared in time or in advance to know how you're going to deal with certain situations. So now that we know that you are already a CEO and why you should show up and speak like one, let's talk for a moment about how self-image impacts how you communicate. How you communicate impacts how the world sees you as well as how you see yourself. When you begin to communicate with intention, you'll start creating evidence to validate your desired self-image. As you show up and speak like a CEO, and the more you continue to do that, you'll start to see yourself as the CEO you are. And then that will propel you to start speaking more like a CEO. So you see how one feeds the other? How we view ourselves is going to greatly impact how we communicate. And how we communicate is going to impact how we see ourselves. But it always starts with our self-image. And so if your self-image is not healthy, perhaps is not something that's true, maybe you are believing a lie or telling yourself a story that's really not empowering, but is holding you back, it is going to impact greatly how you communicate and how you show up with your message. And so I believe the first step in moving closer to becoming a more confident communicator, like a CEO, is to first assess 
our own self-image, our own self-talk. Is it healthy? Is it in alignment with where we want to see ourselves perhaps 6, 12 months down the road? If it's not, then that's where we need to start first. We need to rework those statements that we keep telling ourselves that are holding us back. And we need to create empowering ones that are going to move us forward and propel us to show up better. But how we view ourselves is going to impact how we think about ourselves, what we believe we're capable of, which will impact how we behave, the actions that we take, and the actions will impact the results we get. And the results will also confirm our identity. If we show up on stage and we didn't do a good job because perhaps we didn't practice enough in advance, then that's going to reaffirm our identity saying, you know what? I'm not a good speaker. So you see how this loop feeds back into each other. It's extremely important to be aware of our self-image and then rewrite it if it's not something that helps us show up more powerfully. Now let's look at quickly, how does a CEO actually communicate? Well, in my opinion, simply put, CEO communication exudes clarity, confidence, and courage. A CEO is willing to take responsibility for their words. They are willing to make mistakes in their communication and adjust accordingly. They are unapologetic in their truth. They are clear and they're concise and they are willing to go first. So think of it in this term. A CEO is willing to make the first step is willing to take that risk because that person is willing to step into the hard places that a lot of people don't want to go to. So when you start speaking as a CEO, say what you mean, speak up, don't beat around the bush, and you don't have to apologize for taking up space, for sharing your opinion, for sharing your ideas, your vision. Now that you know how a CEO communicates, I want to give you six ways that you can start communicating like a CEO starting today. Step number one is to speak with love. Be honest with yourself, be honest with others, and let that show up kindly in your communication. I believe that there is a graceful way that we can share honestly And do it in such a way that is not offensive, but at the same time where we're not backing away from our own truth, our values, and what we believe in. So that's the number one step. Speak with love. Second, speak with confidence. Don't shrink yourself to please others. Don't beat around the bush. Be clear, be to the point, and say exactly what you mean. Because then there is no guessing work for the other person who's listening to you on what you mean when you talk. Number three, hold yourself high. Communication is not just what you say, but how you carry yourself. So carry yourself like a CEO. Look people in the eye. Hold your head high, shoulders back, open posture, take up space, smile, invite people in, say, I'm open for conversation. I'm open for feedback. 
Number four, embody confidence cues. Confidence cues um, in your body show up like leaning in, having a genuine smile, dressing as a confident leader. I love the quote that says, dress how you want to be addressed. If you want to be addressed with respect, if you want people to pay attention to what you say, dress accordingly because we want it or not, people are going to make a snap judgment on looking at us on a first impression. So that matters. Number five, aim to understand. Before you can craft a message that really connects with your audience, that moves your audience and connects with their hearts and minds, you've got to listen first. You've got to hear them first. So ask open-ended questions. Seek clarification. Mirror back. Pay attention to the meaning and emotion behind what is being said and also what's not being said. And be able to summarize back to them what they told you. This will really give you a great understanding of who you are communicating with and then tailor your message accordingly. And then finally, speak with clarity. Use simple words. Don't overcomplicate your message with too many words, jargon, rambling. Keep it short, keep it direct, and perhaps at a level of one or two. Many times when we especially share a message that is related to our industry, something that we've been um, in for a long time, maybe we're really well-versed or experienced in, it's easy for us to take the uh, level of language to a seven or eight. And even when we dumb it down, we're still at a five or six. So think in terms of level one and two. Because people who don't really understand all the jargon of your industry are not going to be able to relate at a five or six, but at a one or two, it makes sense to them. So make sure that when you speak, you are clear in the way you communicate. Clarity will always win and trump over clever. Now, I know we all want to sound clever, and if you can pull both of them off, you can be both clear and clever at the same time, more power to you. But just know that clarity always wins. Okay, so now that we looked at six very practical ways that you can actually start sounding and showing up more like a CEO and start speaking like a CEO, I want to give you some very practical examples of what a non-CEO versus a CEO communication sounds like in different statements. So here, uh, here are some weak communication examples and some confident communication. So for example, if you're in a meeting, instead of saying, I'm sorry, but I need to ask something, which is an example of weak communication, you could say, I'd like to ask you something, plain and simple. Instead of saying, would it be okay if we didn't do this right now, which is again, example of weak communication, you could say, now is not a good time for me. No explanation, no apology necessary. This is just not a good time for me. Instead of saying, I'm sorry to be a bother, which is again, an example of weak communication, you could say, I have a question. Is this a good time for you? Again, no apology necessary. Instead of saying, I apologize for not responding earlier, you could say, thank you for your patience. Instead of saying, I hope one day I'll be able to do that, 
you could just say, I am going to commit to doing this. This is especially powerful in how you speak to yourself. Because when you start speaking like a CEO, it develops more trust with yourself. Instead of saying, I'm sorry to have to ask you this, but could you be on time for our meeting tomorrow? No, instead say, the meeting tomorrow starts at 9 a.m. Please be on time, right? What a difference. It's a small shift, but what a difference. And then finally, one of my favorites, one that I used to use all the time. I would start my statements or sentences, I'm just, I'm just going to do this. I'm reaching out because I just wanted to ask you, right? I'm just a mom. We use that word so many times and it really takes power away from not only the way we communicate, but also the way we see ourselves. And so instead of saying, I'm just, let's switch and just say, I am. I am reaching out to see if you've been able to finish that project, right? It's that simple, but it sends such a powerful message to you and also to the other person. Now, as we wrap up today's episode, I want you to take a moment and reflect on all the things that we discussed on speaking like a CEO. It's not just about the words we use. It's about how we carry ourselves how we believe in our message, and how we connect with others. And so I want to invite you this week to do a quick exercise. I want you to rate yourself on a scale of 0 to 10. Um, 0 means you don't feel like you communicate like a CEO at all. And 10 means you're totally rocking the CEO communication style. So I want you to rate yourself. Now, when you got your number, I want you to ask yourself, why did you give yourself that score? And be honest. Is it about confidence? Is it about clarity? Or maybe the way you connect with others? Maybe you're feeling insecure in those areas. Be honest with yourself, but be clear on why you think you gave yourself the number that you gave yourself. Then I want you to picture a confident CEO, a CEO that speaks effectively and confidently. What do they look like? What do they sound like? And how do they behave? Jot down everything that comes to mind. Is it their posture, their eye contact, or the way that they can command a room with their presence? Maybe it's the tone of their voice, the fact that they're clear, concise, and steady in the way they communicate. Or perhaps it's their ability to listen, really, really listen to what others are saying. Get clear on what that confident CEO looks like to you. And now, finally, the most important part, imagine your future self, the confident communicating CEO version of you. Write out statements starting with, I am and then visualize it. I am confident. I am articulate. I am a listener. I am clear. I am concise. I am warm and approachable in the way I communicate. Whatever it is for you, you want to make it fit you, something that's going to speak to you. 
So let these statements be your guide, your affirmation. As you are changing your identity and you start embodying more this confident CEO communicator. This exercise isn't just about dreaming. It's about creating a roadmap for your personal growth in communication. Every great CEO started somewhere and they grew into their role. And you're going to do the same. If you stick to this process, I promise you it works. It worked for me. It works for my clients. Remember, the journey to speaking like a CEO is a continuous one. There is really no end to this journey. Keep these reflections and exercises close. I want you to revisit them as often as you possibly can. And then you're going to be able to see how you evolve during this journey. Well, that's all for today's episode of the Speak Like It Matters podcast. I am so honored that you were here, you stuck with me, that you show up every single week. I want you to know I never take it for granted. I know that your time and your attention are your most precious assets. And so I always want to make sure whenever I create an episode that you are going to walk away feeling like it was extremely valuable and worth your time. As always, I want to encourage you for continuing to show up for yourself. I want to commend you for doing that because anytime you do that, it's going to help you to show up more powerfully for others. And as you know, your voice, story, and message are so needed. And that unique thing only you can offer, the world needs that. So keep that in mind. It is time for your visionary voice to shine in the sea of shallow sameness. Okay, friend, bye for now.